wonderful Radio Flanagan with me, Paul Flanagan. Oh, hello again. This is Paul Flanagan and wonderful Radio Flanagan broadcasting live from salubrious downtown Grays in Essex. This time we're out and about. I'm down by um, the beach, what they call the beach. And really, this 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 uh, little podcast, this should have been the first one. So this is going to be entitled, this should have been the first one. Because essentially, I dived in there straight away, um, doing uh, strange and peculiar things, talking about um, uh, bald heads and things, and talking about um, uh, going in the shower and that kind of thing, which is obviously, you know, interesting uh, to some degree, and it gives you a little insight into who I might be, but quite frankly, nobody knows anything. And I was listening to um, Abby and Sam's Two Creeps on a Microphone. <laughs> Uh, podcast which I can highly recommend um, and there was a, they, they did a little segment in there and it was um, questions to pull out information about who you are and what you're about so I thought about this and I thought no 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 just tell the story because the stories uh, you know, if, if I was to like look back at my own life and then try to pull out little questions that would tease out the interesting bits of information I'd probably miss out some of the more exciting stuff or, or at least the, the stuff that sticks in my head because you know in life as you know you only remember the good things and the bad things and all the mediocre stuff just gets lost in between and nobody's interested in the mediocre stuff Oh, by the way, if you do hear uh, noises in the background, that's actually because I'm out by the side of the river. There's someone shouting. Uh, that's the River Thames. That's the River Thames in London. Now, um, uh, I'm actually up the River Thames a bit. I'm not in London. It's, it's kind of like um, up the towards the estuary kind of thing. Get your maps out. It's Grey's in Essex. So it's um, uh, quite industrial around here. And who's that? My God, do you know there was nobody around here when I started this, and now it's like full of kids. Anyway, so um, I'm going to walk up a bit, uh, see if we're going to escape some of all of this. But um, oh, you can, you might be able to hear me scrunch on the, um, the on the non-beach. The non-beach consists of lots of gravel. Oh my God, look, look it, it must be a coach party or something. I mean, it's not a tourist destination. I can tell you that much. Yeah, that's right, yeah, yeah. And I'm surprised, actually, they're speaking English. But that's another story. So, let's have a look. So, where am I from? Who am I and where am I from? Uh, I'm from the, the northeast of England. I was born at a very early age, as you do. And um, uh, I was uh, born into a, a good a good Irish Catholic family. Hoorah! Um, and I remember I went through the education system as such. Uh, it was still that time when you were... Um, when I say still that time, and this is a little message for um, Abby and Sam, uh, I think you said something, you were doing something about uh, last last um, meals for people who were killed, and uh, you mentioned 1963, and you go, oh, that was a long time ago, that was like, you know, ancient. I was born in 1963, actually. <laughs> so, there you go. It's not that long ago. Um, you, you lost a president, the church gained a pope, and three years later, England nearly won the 1966 Soccer World Cup final. But we didn't, but that's another story. I remember one of those questions um, was something to do with school that you asked yourself, so I could do the same thing. So, do I remember my first day at school? Uh, yeah, I do, actually. <laughs> I do remember it. Um, it was like it, it, it's massive abandonment issues. 
Because what happened was, um, I, I, I remember being uh, taken uh, by my mummy to school and, and um, just left at the school gates. Left. Now, you know, I can't remember how old I was when I went into sort of infant school. What was I? Four, five, something like that. But for the life of me, I couldn't figure out what was going on. You know, I, I had a cushy life, you know, at home with me mammy and other members of the family and, uh, you know, totally enjoying myself. Then all of a sudden, you know, on a bus up to the another part of town I never even knew existed. And then... Um, given actually handed you know, like literally my hand into the hand of some strange woman who turned out to be my uh, my form tutor for that uh, for the next few years and I remember it, it there's a big school gate and and the gate was closed and I remember holding onto the gate you know like like like, like a prisoner crying through the bars to my mummy as she walked off <laughs> now years later I did ask my mum about this and she said that she was in tears <laughs> when she was doing it but um, apparently it was for my own good <laughs> So I ended up uh, in this primary school, and my primary school teacher, bless her, um, you know, for the first week or so, a week, and I'll say a week or so I was there, all I did was just cry. <laughs> cry all day until I came home. Um, after a while, my mother stopped taking me <laughs> to the school, and it was my uh, one of my older brothers, and I used to um, uh, get on his shoulders, and uh, he used to walk me up to the school gate like that, which is uh, much more entertaining um, than it was. <laughs> and then it was being just abandoned by your mother. So, um, so yeah. So that was so that was the start of the uh, the Catholic education system, and uh, it did wondrous things for me. Um, I uh, became a little uh, a good little Catholic altar boy, and uh, that was exciting. And uh, I went to Rome, uh, saw the Pope. Uh, he was in, so that was fortunate. Um, and and we stayed in the Vatican City. Uh, it, it was fun actually being um, being. I mean, it was fun actually uh, being an altar boy, um, mainly because uh, there was um, various things going on uh, with you know. Because in church, when you're in church and you're looking around, and um, it's all very uh, serious, isn't it? It's all very lots of people, um, you know, praying, um, doing the Catholic exercises, you know, standing up, sitting down, kneeling, that kind of thing. Uh, and when I was an altar boy, uh, it was always, it always, uh, well, it wasn't fun. It was just very observational, even, even for me in my youth at that time, when you'd have funerals going on. With funerals, of course, you'd get, um, oh, God, Protestants coming in the church. You know what I mean? I mean, oh, my. Apart from the smell, they, <laughs> they didn't have a clue what was going on. So, um, you know, because their services involved, you know, sacrificing goats and things like that. And nobody, nobody really knew what went on in Protestant churches. We, we never asked, you know, we never asked. We were, we, we were Catholics. We were the best. Which reminds me of that, uh, that old joke about the, um, the guy who dies and goes to heaven. And he's met at St. Peter's Gate by St. Peter. And St. Peter says, look, I'll give you a quick tour. So um, he says, look, over there is uh, everybody, angels making wings for everybody else. Oh, guy says, that's good, that's good, yeah. And uh, he points to somewhere else. He goes, look, over there. And we've got people making the Bible and the Quran and all, all, the, all, the, all the other good books. And the guy says, oh, that's interesting. And then the guy points at a wall, a wall that's going off into the distance. And there's loads of laughing coming behind it. And the guy says to St. Peter, what's, what's going on behind there? And St. Peter says, oh, that's the Catholics. They think they're the only ones here. <laughs> Bada bing. So, yeah, back to funerals. And so, uh, yes, it was, always, it was always good to yeah, look down into the congregation and see uh, people not knowing what they're doing. It was kind of like um, Catholic altar boy in-flight entertainment. You know, there was, we, we knew the routine, you know. We knew God was there and we knew what was going on. 
and when when the church got more advanced with its what they do in services and everything there was there was all this sign of peace nonsense do you remember that sign of peace what well, you know we're catholics we don't like touch each other <laughs> sign of peace so um there was <laughs> Sorry for blowing wind, there's wind coming across here. This is not going to be edited, this is live straight from the phone here. Uh, well, let's go down on this bit here. Oh, that's better. I can walk up and down here to give that visual visual sound of um, walking on a on a stony beach. And so, um, there always used to be two Catholic altar boys serving in a church, or serving in a mass. And when one of them wasn't uh, serving, that means that you had to do everything. So there was a, um, you know, the washing of the of the hands thing with the priest before the communion, and uh, and there was also the sign of peace thing. So there was a good priest, a lovely man. He's still alive, God bless him. And um, he he was an Irish bloke, as a lot of the priests were at that time, and a funny fellow as well. So um, very serious about <laughs> very very serious about his job, clearly because he was the parish priest. But when it came to um, the washing of the hands thing, and there was only one of us serving the mass, so this time it was me. And I would have the um, and he only did this with me and my mate because he knew we could get away with it because it was funny. Uh, so I'd have like a, a little um, metal dish in one hand and the water in the other and I would have the cloth to dry his hands with uh, over my left arm and so in any other mass where there was only one person serving the mass the priest would you'd pour the water on the priest's hands he would take the cloth he would dry it so what he, what he used to do with me and my mate was we used to pour the water on his fingers there and instead of uh, taking the cloth and drying his hands he would just flick the water in, the, in your face <laughs> so <laughs> Then he'd stand there smiling, because he was standing to one side, you see, and so the congregation couldn't see this. So he was standing there smiling, and then and then he, you know, put his uh, his, his godlike poker face on, turned around, and carried on with the mass. So I had to walk off into the little side chapel uh, off the altar, get the towel, <laughs> wash my face down. So and and then of course when you knew he was uh, in in that way, you knew what was coming next. So you know you go through part of the service and you get to the uh, the sign of peace bit sign of peace so everyone's going peace be with you peace be with you and he goes paul peace be with you and he got he gets hold of your hand and he goes and i didn't make that noise obviously but that was a in um impersonation of the bones in my hand getting crushed to pieces and again he was smiling away crushing your hand and you'd walk away with like one of these um you know cartoon red hands going so yeah so that's the Catholic Church for you. Well, that's my experience of it, anyway. Um, so, uh, and, and, and I can't remember much about the education, really. Oh, the junior school. Yeah, we did have a headmistress who was... Um, I remember, I remember this. I thought, are Catholics like this? And I remember walking across a bench once, and she um, she uh, she uh, uh, slapped the back of my legs uh, for walking across the bench, and she had a ring on, and it cut my legs. And uh, I, I just thought, oh, this is not right, you know. Or maybe I should, uh, you know, turn the other cheek and forgive it. I thought, no, I no, thought that. So I hated her for the rest of my life. I never, I never understood what all that was about. Anyway, so that was, um, that was basically up to the age of eleven. And then, of course, we left, um, we left junior school and we went up into a, what was then what we called comprehensive school, into the big school. But I tell you what. I've talked myself out. <laughs> so, what do you know so far? So I'm from the northeast of England, Catholic education, got my legs slapped by a primary school headmistress, and um, had water flicked in my eye and my hands crushed by a parish priest. Actually, nowadays, that would probably get me taken away by social services, wouldn't it? But anyway, so, 
that's it for now. So that's Paul Flanagan and the wonderful Radio Flanagan broadcasting from salubrious downtown Greys down at the beach. Oh, there it is to be. Well, that was exciting, wasn't it? Well, that's the end of another show from wonderful Radio Flanagan and me, Paul Flanagan. I hope you've enjoyed it. I know I have. <laughs> and, um, well, I'll uh, catch you next time on wonderful Radio Flanagan.